So what are some of the best practices for dealing with scrupulosity, knowing that our aim is a supernatural aim? Well, first I would say recognize what a true heart of a Christian ought to be like. You recognize that it isn't supposed to be one that is tormented by the fear of committing mortal sin in every little instance when your common sense would tell you otherwise. So part of this is carving your heart and also your common sense. So let's first look at the heart. If you look in the the, Psalm, the, the book of Psalms, it shows the heart of David, and David was known to be a man after the heart of God. Even though he was a sinner, he was a man after the heart of God. He's constantly making acts of sorrow and contrition, yes, but he's also constantly giving thanks and praise. So I think for someone who's in the extreme of just the sorrow and I'm, I'm making sins and I'm stuck in fear, you know, compulsively, try to aim for having a heart that cultivates gratitude and praise of God. This ties into something that Father Ripperger talks about for that can be an issue for traditionalists, is constant fixation on what is wrong. That's what the devils do. The demons, they fixate on what is wrong at all times. The angels think about what is good. So what you want to do is start to intentionally try to think about that which is good. So this is now getting more to the common sense side. So if we're trying to aim for that which is good, not that we stick our head in the ground, but probably someone who's scrupulous is easily drawn to seeing, oh, that's what's wrong. This is something, you, and maybe you might be someone who's pretty critical of other things going on as well. And um, and so it's, it's a general mindset that you need to start to really emphasize that which is good, even in the life in a world that is so full of sin and it's, it's fallen, etc. It's really important to cultivate that. So that's the heart we want to strive for one that is aiming for a good and which is the praise of God, his goodness. So now on a, on a psychological level for more our, our cognitions, um, you want to recognize when you're having a thought that is not good and you want to transform it into either way I can trust in the mercy of God. Not that you're going to say that's going to excuse me from doing right or wrong, but if you're in the case of doubt and you're someone who's scrupulous, I would say talk to a confessor, a spiritual director, figure out when it's okay for you to come to the conclusion that I'm in the case of doubt, I should abandon this to the mercy of God. St. Therese of Lisieux said she was, she, she, if she had committed the worst sin in the entire world, she would have no, no doubt that she could just immediately transform herself into the flame of divine mercy. Just, she would just, it would all, everything would just be totally evaporated in the flame of divine mercy. And I think she's someone I'd really recommend reading because she was so big on the confidence in God. So turning those thoughts into, I'm going to, no matter what, I'm going to entrust this to God. Um, I don't know, I, I'm in the state of doubt, I can trust that to God and really try to emphasize that mercy of God and, and trust in Him. But that's also not going to be sufficient because that can just lead to a life of laxity where you're just like, well, I'm just living a soft life. So now the next thing we're going to ask is, what is the positive aim that I need to strive for so that I can actually progress from this? Not merely have a defense of trust, but now progress in the spiritual life.